Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the fresh new year. Our first show of Thoughts Count Anywhere coming to you live from the Go Live Vegas studios in the heart of Las Vegas. Aaron Phillips, the chief. Matt Mullen is here. Aaron E. And of course, we'd be remiss by not honoring the, uh, the passing of whether you knew him as Luke Harper, whether you knew him as Brody Lee, or as the rest of the world and family knew him as John Huber, the uh, shocking uh, passing of him uh, last Saturday at the young age of 41 and uh, will be surely missed as you've seen across the wrestling industry uh so uh, just our little salute to uh to uh luke harper slash Brody lee you know slash john huber and his family um will be will be missed and as we've seen gentlemen across social media a lot of people commented on the passing of of john definitely he was like one of the most beloved wrestlers like in the back as far as what i've heard everyone like Love the guy, wanted to travel with him, wanted to be around him. And the love he had for his family is just tragic, man. And it was great to see his former tag team partner come over from WWE. It was a great tribute. And yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. And you know what? As I mentioned on Facebook, I put a posting out there, is that AEW, from their, from their beginning, always talked about going to do things different than WWE. And suffice it to say, that show this past Wednesday night did exactly that and i'll give him kudos to also including pictures that they did in the video montage of him in the uh, in the wyatt family and having pictures of wwe wrestlers in there and um, just that show alone and the tribute that they did for me has has upped the ante for me to want to be more invested in aew because you know to me i'm, I'm all wwe i have been for 40 years <laughs> and not that i didn't kind of keep an eye on aew just for the names he was there but what they did there Cody Rhodes and Tony Khan, for me, has kind of turned me up to be more of an AEW uh, fan as the way they honored him. It was a great tribute. They did an awesome job. When Tony Khan was like giving the kid the belt, I was like, my eyes are sweating, I swear. If you didn't. <laughs> I was like, hold it together, hold it together. If I met John Harbour a couple <laughs> times. He was a super nice guy. It was just, it was one of the harder ones to. To accept. To accept, definitely. <laughs> Especially if you watched him on, like, Being the Elite and all that stuff. That dude was so entertaining. It was just... It's sad he finally got his shot to be, like, <laughs> a, a main, main event guy. guy yeah, yeah. And then he this happens to him. If you didn't have a tear in your eye Wednesday night, uh, I don't have nothing to say about it. I know I used some Kleenex, that's for sure. Absolutely. Me too. Now, also, there was an... And I'm, I know I may or may not get his name right. I apologize. But a week prior... Um, an old school wrestler, I want to say Danny Hodge, Danny Hodge also passed away. So unfortunately his passing kind of got a little lost in the <clears> shuffle, <throat> even though he passed maybe a week or so before John did. Um, but again, condolences out to, to his family as well. So, you know, you reach a time in, in life where some of these old school performers are up there at age, whether injuries get them or not. Now I'm not looking to cause any controversy. But the thought is, is that he hadn't been, John had not been on TV since he lost the title to Cody. And so that was a couple of months back. And then his wife released a press statement, um, non-COVID-related lung issues. Right. I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, other than lung cancer, what other issues could there be with a lung that would cause someone's demise? And I'm not saying he was or wasn't COVID. I don't know. But it just, it, it, for me, it's a concern that something like that can happen from a guy who seemed perfectly healthy. But then again, Roman Reigns had leukemia. Nobody knew it. So, you know, right? So, all right, let's get started. Let's move on. Uh, I hear voices. <laughs> what happened? There we go. Wrong so, end. Sorry, folks. 
Hey, I, I want to throw one out. Yes, he said. Real, real quick, I want to throw one out. I was out. thinking that, but I didn't want it to come out so fast. All right. It's a new year, 2021. Uh, no, I want to throw this out to Mick Foley. Oh, yes. Uh, talking about COVID real quick. Yes. Uh, Mick, please do what you need to do. Stay isolated and hurry back. Absolutely. Well said. I, I was, saw that news yesterday as well. 702-329-6947 is our number. 702-329-6947. Press number one to come into the studio. Call us. Share your thoughts regarding Luke Harper slash Brody Lee slash John Huber. And by the way, wrestling, is it Wrestling Tees or ProfessionalWrestlingTees.com? ProWrestlingTees.com. Pro Pro they announced that any Brody Lee shirt, all proceeds will be going to his family. I ordered mine. I know Coach did. I have friends that ordered. You probably ordered. So if you can, go out, you know, buy a shirt and, and support the family. You can send us a live tweet using hashtag ThoughtsCountAnywhere. You can also, of course, send us messages through the chat room. If you are outside the United States, 855-502-4321. Okay, first rumor that there's going to be a stipulation uh, match between Randy Orton and The Fiend at Royal Rumble. What could that be? The guy's dead. <laughs> He's burned up. I kind of want to see what's going to happen when Alexa came out and said it's going to be like something you've never seen before. I was like, dear God, come out now. But I was like, no, let's let this build for a little while, which WWE never seems to do anymore. But the last I heard, it's going to be a Firefly Funhouse match like the one at WrestleMania. So who knows what they might have planned. The one he did with uh, Cena? Yeah. We literally killed off Cena for real. Like yeah. just made him disappear. <laughs> Absolutely. So I don't know, Chief. Your thought? What kind of stipulation could they add to that match? No gasoline. What? <laughs> put put the entire arena on fire. <laughs> That's. You know, I, I, I'll give you. Who cares? Well, that that's you know what. Mm -hmm. I, I, no, I'm going to go. On, <laughs> wait a minute, I'm going on my rant right now. I'm going to get it out. No, no, no. Let's wait. Oh, let's. Right, wait let's okay. because that's not a rumor. Okay, we'll save that in the next in the next section. <clears throat> okay. Uh, all right. Next topic. Tony Khan is either has either bought Impact Wrestling or is in negotiations to purchase the company. Gentlemen, further news. I had not heard anything, but there seems to be this. Uh, relationship obviously with kenny omega going over there is this the wcw takeover could be interesting take interesting take it'd be pretty interesting to see what happens between like people with bad bud between impact and AEW is going to kind of screw them out of a future and right <laughs> Could be. I mean, it could be a blessing. It could, you know, could be a curse, right? Yeah. So who knows? There's a lot of matches between Impact and AEW people I really want to see. So I kind of hope it happens. Yeah. Uh, it would be interesting to see how they lay it out to do that. Totally agree. The faster we can get a Chris Bay versus Cody Rhodes match <laughs> or Chris Bay versus Kenny Omega. There you go. Sign us up. A couple of good matches there. There you go. It's a winner, folks. That's a winner. Hey, also, you'll notice on the uh, screen right now, you'll notice the return of our uh, news feed at the bottom of the screen. Uh, news and highlights from around the wrestling world. Smackdown last night. All kinds of things going on and what's coming up. Also, our email to advertise with us, uh, info at thoughtscountanywhere.com is our email address. And, of course, you can always find that information on our website at thoughtscountanywhere.com. And brand new merchandise for 2021 is now available on our website. Go to the shop tab, right? Yep. What's up there now? New shirt designs? What's, what, what have we updated? We have a couple different shirt designs that are available from anything from shirts, onesies, kid shirts. Onesies? Adult size onesies? Kid, like baby onesies. Oh, damn. <laughs> cool. Also, too, to make it easier for the website, our QR code is up. So anytime during our live performance. Point or at any, it. Or anytime. <laughs> Let's see. I, I know, right? I haven't done that in a while, right? Uh, wait, let's see. No, that way. There it is, right over there. Bingo. There it is. There it is. All right. Anyway, zoom on that. <laughs> click on that anytime, and it'll take us right to thoughtscanadywhere.com. Our archive shows are up there. News, entertainment, you got it. And again, our shop tab is there for all of our clothing and tchotchke line and all that good stuff. All right, let's go to NXT Year End Awards. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. I see John is out there. Meredith is out there. We thank you very much. Uh, Derwin Piper is out there. Thank you very much. Uh, Meredith shared an interesting, um, interesting comment regarding the uh, health thing. Pneumonia that was bacterial could have been an issue for him 
as well as possibly a pulmonary embolism. I, you know, I'm not in the medical field. I didn't even sleep at a Holiday Inn Select to say that I did. So, <laughs> what I heard, he was in the hospital since October. And that was shortly after he dropped the title to, to Cody, right? Yeah, he was supposed to take like a couple weeks off to sell injuries, and he went on a bike ride, and he got so weak that he couldn't even finish the bike ride, and oh, they wow. had to help him to the hospital, and apparently he was in the Mayo Clinic since. Jeez. All right. Um, okay, NXT Year Round Awards, Event of the Year. You guys want to cover these? Event of the Year, War Games. Yeah. Totally makes sense. That matches. Both War Games matches were freaking awesome. Off the hook. Yep. Off the hook. Rivalry of the year, Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole. And I find that one interesting. Rivalry of the year, but it really didn't heat up to the last back half of the year. It's kind of been brewing for like over a year and a half. Even though like McAfee wasn't in the ring, there was always like pot shots at each other while they were like interviewing him and stuff like it. You knew something was eventually going to happen. It was kind of cool. McAfee like surprised us all and like was super good in the ring well the question is now now that we had the match at war games we had we didn't see mcafee this week is he going to be like a goldberg where he's going to come in they took just... him off tv for a while he that no, right a memo uh, not a memo but an article came out about a week or so ago after the event that he's been pulled from tv no reason no nothing could be storyline but it could be like what you're talking about you know a, a specialty kind of thing Maybe the Indianapolis Colts need a kicker. <laughs> you know what? Just, just a thought. But you know what, though? you got to give McAfee a lot of credit. This guy, I mean, he's, he's a lifelong wrestling fan. This was just not a passing fancy. True. To have this opportunity and to be part of it, I know, you know he's, he's living the dream for, for a lot of folks. Breakout star of the year, Shotzi Blackheart. Tag team of the year, undisputed. Are any others that you guys want to particularly uh, talk about? Shotzi definitely deserves it. I'm glad to see it. Um, you know, I, I, I got to see her as a, <clears throat> an independent wrestler out here in the Vegas area and to see her grow and to get the push in the women's division. Uh, it's just a matter of time before she goes to the big show, I think. Yeah, it was definitely cool to see her get it. But I was pretty excited to see uh, Balor versus uh, Kyle O'Reilly get match of the year. That was a hard-hitting, like, New Japan style brawl they had. <laughs> I'm excited for the rematch this week. Yeah, buddy. But unfortunately for the winner, TikTok. So let me just run down the rest of the winners. Um, Tag Team of the Year, Undisputed Era, Female Competitor of the Year, Io Shirai. Male Competitor of the Year, Adam Cole, Future Star, Austin Theory. Overall Competitor of the Year, Io Shirai. And you ask a great question here at the end of that list. How is Karrion Cross not nominated for any awards? With all due respect to Karrion, we know this show absolutely loves him. Did he provide enough face time on screen due to his injury to be considered in these awards? I don't think so. I mean, I, I know what, what you're talking about and why the question's there, but you got to be on camera. You got to be in the ring. Although his, his emergence and arrival caused a shakeup and excitement in NXT, but he lost a lot of time due to the shoulder. Chief? I think if you look at the three matches that he had, Gargano... Um, Keith Lee and I forget who the other jobber was um, <laughs> you know he won the belt um, I've seen, seen a lot of a lot of my friends here in the Facebook era out here in Las Vegas uh, we're all asking the, the same question uh, why wasn't he nominated period well, perhaps uh, at some point that will come out, but there's no question if he, if he stays healthy and continues on the track that we know he is, he is on and continues to go upward, there's no question he'll be on a list of any awards, whether it's if he gets called up to the main roster during the next 12 months or not. Certainly his name will be all over the place. All right, we're up against our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about two things going into 2021. The first one, who's going to be the breakout star in 2021 for either WWE or AEW and who will win a world championship that hasn't done it yet? So we're going to tackle those two questions on the other side. You're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere live on Go Live Vegas. That's Matt. That's Chief. I'm Aaron. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Are you looking for someone to provide training to your sales staff? 
Do you need a motivational speaker about how to handle change? Do you have an upcoming event that needs an MC to handle those responsibilities? Well, look no further than longtime Las Vegas radio personality, Aaron Phillips. I am local to Las Vegas, and I can blend my talents with any audience. For more information, please visit www.aaronphillipsvoice.com and book me for your next event or training needs. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would the, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because they do. All right, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. As we come out of break, we actually have a caller on the line at this time. I have a funny feeling I know who it is because I'm not interested right now in buying a car, although dealing with this man, he can certainly do it and help you because I'm already stacked up with cars. It's either a big wrestling fan or someone's going to tell us about our car warranty. What? <laughs> well, I got a bone to pick and with him And he's not from yeah. India either. So, <laughs> Garth, Happy New Year, buddy. Happy birthday, Aaron, Matt. How you doing, Chief? Good to see you, brother. Hey, I'm mad at you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're mad at me? Yeah, I'm mad at you. I should have won the award for the Got Garth, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to hey, ask what that Primo entails. Primo earned it. Primo huh? earned it, so he'll get the award this Happy year. Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year. You, uh, we're going to see you tonight, hopefully. Uh, negative. Uh, well, you and the wife, I hope you guys have a safe and prosperous New Year. We're definitely going to see you in the future. Absolutely. But uh, as far as uh, everybody there in the studio, we want to wish you guys the best. Please, uh, everybody stay safe, and let's let's make 2021 a, uh, a lot better year than what we just went through. Amen, my friend. Uh, while we have you, being the wrestling fan that you are, who do you predict to be a breakout star for WWE or AEW this year? You know, AEW, I, I really, you know, it sounds weird, but I, I'd love to see uh, Luchasaurus get some uh, get some love, you know, break out the single. I, I think, you know, I've seen a lot of his independent stuff, and I think that he, he really could be somebody that could carry that. Um, as far as WWE concerned, um, I'd have to go to NXT. I think Swerve, I think Swerve's long overdue for uh, a nice shine on, on the spotlight. Right on. I think two very solid uh, nominations from our man, Garth. All right, listen, buddy. I know you're probably getting ready to go to work, right? I'm, I've been at work since 8 a.m. I don't know what you guys are doing. Well, yeah, we're just fooling around. You know what the caller ID says? You know where he is? I, well, I know he is, but I, you know, <laughs> it could be a company cell phone that he carries. So I'll tell you what, buddy, because you're a great follower of, of our show, why don't you tell everybody where you're at and what, what, where people can find you if they need your services? That's right. Um, you can find me uh, anytime at Finley Mazda. Uh, you can look up at hashtag GotGarth, or you can reach me direct, and that is area code 925-752-8182. I can handle any new car or pre-owned vehicle. It doesn't matter the brand, make. We have 35 stores across six states, so we're good to go. Anybody that needs anything... They come on down, and we will definitely take care of any member of the wrestling family here in the in the area. Right on. Thank you, my brother. Now, I'll send you a bill for that, and uh, we're still going to have lunch, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. We're still... Anytime. Anytime. You gentlemen have a great day. All right. Thanks, You too, Garth. man. Happy New Year. There you Happy go. Happy New Year, Garth. And by the way, congrats on your uh, health tra transition. To, all right. He, he also has been getting himself healthy, and he's oh, been yeah. tracking it, and he's doing a great job. So stay healthy. All right. Interesting picks from him. So, Matt, uh, obviously you had some thoughts in mind when we put this on the run sheet. Talk about uh, your thoughts on breakouts for 2021. I think in AEW, I think Jungle Boy is going to end up, like, being one of the bigger like, one of the names to break out and, like, possibly get to, like, main event level. My honest, like, when I, before I even, like, did this and what happened, I thought Brody Lee was going to be, like, world champion and yeah. dominate everything. But um, in I, I, WWE, I want to see Ricochet finally get a shot. Like, he's gotten, like, been U.S. champion and whatnot before, but they've wasted all of 2020 with him. And that guy can talk, and he's incredible in the ring and can do shit that nobody else can do. So he needs to be, like, a main event level talent. Chief? 
Well, Darby's getting the push now, so that's one I thought of. But I, I agree with Matt. Uh, the other one that came to mind for AEW was Jungle Boy. I think Jack, uh, you know, he, it's his time. Uh, although I like Garth's pick, too. Luchasaurus. I like that one. Uh, Jungle Boy to honor his father. Right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, WWE, I'll go a different way. Um, she has gotten the push. However, uh, I want to see Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah. That's who I want to see. When, when she makes it to the main roster, um, she's, she has the talent and the capability to become a huge star in the female side of the house. I so. just want to see a female get pushed that's not one of the four horsewomen <laughs> or Oscar. Yeah. Yes, I agree with you. And 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 uh, can I go on my rant now for All a right, minute? All right, we'll let you. I know you. Hold it. His rant. It's like a, a bucking a bronco right now because he's got <laughs> chief. The floor is yours. Okay, the rant. Matt brought up just brought the great point up. Want to see a female storylines? I am getting tired of seeing WWE for the last four or five weeks with Roman Reigns and. Uso and Kevin Owens. Now, as somebody said to me earlier uh, in, during the week and earlier this morning, that's about the only storyline that WWE has right now on SmackDown. Well, you know what? They pay the big bucks to the creative writers. And if that's the best storylines they've got, well, let me ask you a question. Where is Zack Ryder? Where is some of the other people that we don't see? Bring them up to the roster, put them on the show, and write some damn more storylines because the ones you got now are starting to get old and you're losing viewership. Thank you for letting me rant. Chief out. So what happens when you have Hollywood writers trying to write a wrestling show? Ain't that the damn and you, truth? And you know what though, Fox, Fox, where of course SmackDown is is aired, they're they're looking for some new stuff. Now we saw the return last night, and, and I know I'm jumping the shark on some of the other stuff we have. Sonya Deville made some made a TV appearance last night. I uh, thought they were going to hold her out for Royal Rumble, but I think this return will spurn that. Um, but they definitely need to do something. Big E winning the title. Yeah, uh, the Intercontinental is good for SmackDown. I think what they did with this Kevin Owens thing and, and uh, Roman Reigns, who else could have stepped up to Roman Reigns? I mean, he had, he did what he had to do with Uso, right? The, the you know getting the family member to the table, but then you know Kevin Owens just steps up because he thinks what he did to Uso was not right, so he's fighting for family in a different method. But there really wasn't much of a buildup except within the storyline. The story is being built up within that storyline as to what the issue is. I'm hoping this next match that they're going to do for Royal, for Royal Rumble will end it. Because you're right, it, it is enough between I, those guys. You know, and I, and I agree with what you said to me earlier. Uh, you know, who, who's there that could really go up against Roman? Well, Seth Rollins. That could be. What about, could it be Big, Big E that's going to step up next? In my opinion, I think he has to reestablish himself as a singles champion right now. Even though we, everybody may forget, he this he's a two-time IC belt holder. Yeah, you know, yes. people don't rem really remember. You know, that I'm great. I'm I'm very happy to have seen the celebration for winning and all of that. But they treated it like it was his first time ever singles championship. It's not. It was his second. I think he needs to hold the belt a little bit as a champion. He's got to win some matches and defend against some names, and then perhaps the storyline may be. Uh, uh, SummerSlam or something like that, a storyline can start with Reigns at that point, but something has to... They've got all the big men over on Raw right now, big physical men. Other than AJ's, uh, AJ Styles' bodyguard, who else size-wise is worthy of matching up to, to, to Roman? Do we see Brock Lesnar returning, no. given Paul Heyman connection? Mm -mm. It's funny that you say SummerSlam, because I was just reading that Big E's the favorite to win the Royal Rumble. Really? Two-Face Roman at WrestleMania... Wow. If the rock thing doesn't work out. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, I have not seen that. That's, that's an interesting, interesting take on it. Uh, Ryan in the chat room says, AEW breakout star will be Darby Allen and WWE Big E and Bianca Belair. Um, 
I want to see also what the, good picks. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say I want to see what that new TNT title is gonna look like. Yeah. Now, weren't they supposed to be producing, re- redoing that ever since Cody won the title back? They did. They like they came out with like the finished version of it. Okay. Because it was like had a little more design to it. Gotcha. Gotcha. But as much as Cody likes that white Intercontinental title, I think it's going to have like some kind of resemblance to that. It was just cool. They gave the kid the title. and Lifetime champion. Yeah. And a contract so that when he grows up to an age where he wants to start wrestling, he's already signed to AEW. Either way, even if he doesn't ever become a wrestler. Great. Again, going back to it, kudos and a tip of the cap to <clears throat> AEW and what they did this past. And the boots in the middle of the ring with that his son brought out, the whole thing. You know uh, that family's going to be well taken care of. No well, question. And that's what Cody said. You know, the family will be taken care of. Even Jericho was like, we promise we'll yep. take care of your family. Right on. As well it should be. Uh, Ryan says Big E should win the Rumble, then step up to Roman, which he sent that in just as you were talking about it. Um, quickly, Keith Lee or Karrion Cross hasn't won a title yet. Obviously, you know, Keith is... Listen, you <clears> sent <throat> Keith Lee back to the Performance Center a couple of weeks ago for polishing... All of a sudden, then, he wins, beats Sheamus, and now he's going to go for the title on, was it next, next Monday's Raw or something, I think? Or? He did good at the Performance Center, apparently. <laughs> Maybe they're finally listening to our podcast. And, uh, That's right. And they heard, uh, heard us say, that Keith, why did Keith have to go down if some other people didn't? And now he is getting the push. Bask in the glory. Anyway, um, of course, Cross, when he comes up, I can't see them waiting too long to put a belt around his waist at some point. He would be a guy, listen, they don't like heel versus heel or face versus face in championship battles, but how about Cross and Reigns at some point? I, th- I can't take my money. <laughs> I, I, think there's, I think there's two. Twice gen- over. <laughs> I think two gentlemen coming up from NXT. One will be carrying, the other one will be Damian Priest. They're both going to be coming up. With USA complaining about ratings and sending one a darker, more violent, like program, right? Who better? Yeah, carrying totally. Like, that dude's like probably the best on the mic of anybody in WWE, AEW, Impact. It don't matter, and that dude can go. So what if it fits, yeah. yeah. 702-329-6947, 702-329-6947, press 1 to come right to the studio. You are watching Thoughts Can Anywhere, 2021, first episode of the new year, fresh off. Hopefully everybody had a great new year, safe and holiday season, and we thank you all for tuning in. Ryan also says that Big E, as you mentioned, and Bianca are the listed favorites to win the Royal Rumbles. So. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, that would be uh, interesting. Now, for me, NXT, I'm going to go to the women's side like we've been talking about. Rhea Ripley. I mean, she's been ripping it up, in my opinion, down there. I'd like to see her come up and get a true shot, unlike what they did with Shayna Baszler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we keep going back to it. These stars coming up from NXT, they get totally wasted on the main roster shows. Well, you, I get scared of anybody coming up from <laughs> NXT I like. Well, you know the one that I'm wondering about, and we saw her last week or the week before, is Mercedes Martinez. Uh, uh, I wonder what the game plan is for her. I don't know. That last man standing match or last woman standing match between her and Rhea Ripley should be off the hook. I can't wait for that one. And, and I, I think, again, that's one of the reasons why um, they need some good looks and they need to get an opportunity when they come up. Like you said, it's scary when these folks come up to the roster, to, to the quote unquote main roster, and nothing happens for them. Right. It's such uh, a terrible waste, and, and they've got to do better with that. All right, let's move on to the WWE report. All right, this Monday night uh, on Raw in an attempt to help Raw ratings, although this past Monday night they got a lot of kudos uh, for the show that they just did last week, it's Legends Night. Now, I, I saw a list a couple of weeks ago of the Legends expected to return. I'm not excited, <laughs> you know, because it's the same names that we see always coming back. Ric Flair, Teddy Long. They're talking to Molly Ha, you know, all the same quote-unquote legends that they have. Now, talk, tell me about your thoughts about Legends Night and what, they're gonna, what this may or may not do to Raw. The only ones that I'm interested in to see if they're going to come back is Trish and Lita. But they've already done that. And what, bringing them back would do what? Would they be paired in a tag team match against somebody? Or? Well, let's put it this way. It would definitely add to the ratings. Because, in many ways. Because, absolutely. I Something's got to go up, and it may not be the ratings if they show up. Well, you know, <laughs> you, you look from the neck down, and you'll understand. Yes. No, I didn't say <laughs> no, that. Um, uh, no, seriously, though, I mean, you know, Flair, Hogan, 
probably the Iron Sheik, uh, Volkov. Uh, you know, I wish Mick was there. He always. Oh yeah, he Mick, always adds. Mick to it. always adds to it. But I mean, as far as you know, doing a Legends Night, they're just trying to draw ratings, and it goes to what I said on my rant. It's the creative writing. It stinks, period, over and out. I think it's like Vince's breaking case of emergency show. <laughs> as soon as there's like a ratings drop or something, he's like, I'll bring back Hogan. It'll be good shit. <laughs> or bring this person back. Rick and Flair. I think if it ever goes like bad, bad, the nuclear button is the rocker Undertaker. Or Stone Cold. Or Stone Cold. I think Stone Cold's going to be there oh, is Monday. He? Okay, well, you know what? I would hope. That's would, like the legend. And I think because I would be surprised if he's not because the new season of his show, the Stone Cold show where he's with all these stars and they do things, premieres, I think, like in the next week or so. Yeah. So it would make total sense that Stone Cold would be there. You know, I just, and you said it, I wonder if Taker's going to be there. I don't. I think you're like, I think like Mark Calloway will end up showing to a bunch of stuff, but I think the Undertaker's like done, done. Yeah, the character itself. Like Mark Calloway himself will like come out for stuff, but I agree. In case like I don't know something crazy happens or he really has to hit the, we might go at a business nuclear button, be like Undertaker's back. Yeah, against the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> never. Throw in Sting and throw in Ric Flair to that match too. <laughs> never say never. You know, and here's the thing. It was said that on the last uh, business report with uh, investors that they have quarterly, Vince and company, you know, they're still showing shitloads of profit. And it's not necessarily on the price. Now, we have Raw from this past week playing on the screen in front of us. Uh, Aaron here at Go Live Vegas is kind enough to, to record it, so it's playing in the background for us. But they're doing so much stuff off screen with merchandising and, and all the other stuff and the network. I don't know what's going oh, see. There Here's the premiere of, this, of the uh, Austin uh, show. Not yep. the premiere, but the advertisement. Yep. That how worried, quote-unquote, is he really on the shows when he knows he's making money hand over fist on WWE.com forward slash shop? This is why I'm hoping AEW, like, gets, like, the shot they need to, like, get their ratings to, like, beat Raw or SmackDown. The only way Vince is going to get, like, nervous enough to be like, we need to change something, like, seriously. You know, so right now he doesn't see them as a threat. Right. Besides, like signing talent to make sure they don't go over there. But as far as them make, as long as Vince isn't losing money and they're not losing in the ratings, besides to like NXT, he doesn't really see them as a threat. If like a major person moves or they start gaining momentum, it's the only way WWE is changing their product. I wonder if. We always talk about Vince, but I think Shane's a shrewd businessman. And I wonder if Shane is really starting to run things behind the scenes and it's being kept quiet. It's not getting out to the tabloids or anything like that. Uh, and he's come back into the fold, so to speak. And... If he is, I think you may see creative writing get a lot better. But as far as Vince running things, it's status quo. Well, there were, you know, Ryback opened up a big can of worms a couple of weeks ago in one of his shows where he talked about Vince's health not being well. And so there's been a lot of stories on the, uh, on the web the last couple of weeks about questioning that. We know that Triple H is running NXT pretty much with him and Shawn Michaels and, and company in terms of training. Um, I, you know, I guess my question is, why has he separated SmackDown? Because obviously Vince is more involved in Raw. I think we'd all agree to that than he is in SmackDown. So some formula is working well on SmackDown that that continues to be, a, as I heard yesterday on, on, and I'll give him credit because I listened to the show, Busted Open on Sirius Radio, really being the A show. Yeah. Not Raw anymore. Yeah. And the only big big difference is, is we hear you know McMahon's involvement at Raw so much, but we really never hear it on SmackDown as often. I don't know. I mean, as much as I listen to Busted Open, how they haven't offered like Bully Ray like the head writer position yet is beyond me. Because that's you know, every time he like says something, I'm like, yeah, they should do that, or why didn't they do that? 
<laughs> totally agree. Mm-hmm. He is so good with the pencil, so to speak. I love listening to him. Chief? You know, the two that come to mind for writing, Michael P.S. Hayes and CM Punk. And I think if they let them... Well, Michael's there. You know, Michael's a booker. He does his thing, but he has a creative mind. Well, right now, Pritchard is supposed to be head of all creative on both shows, supposedly. Supposedly. In title, or at least that's what's public. You mean Dr. Tom Pritchard? Yeah. Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard. I'm sorry. Bruce Bruce Pritchard. Sorry. Wasn't he with... uh, Didn't didn't he do some stuff with uh, Impact? For a little while, yeah. Yeah, well, and he he left. I wonder why. Yeah. Um, interesting. <laughs> but he was with WWE from like the 80s to like. Well, he was Brother Love. 2000. You, you are correct. Yeah. You, you are correct. Yeah. And his on-screen persona of Brother Love, you know, put him, in the, put him in the forefront. I want to just mention a couple of comments that have popped into the chat room. Garth says it would be a great step forward for the sport to put the belt on Sonya Deville. I don't disagree with that. Rhea Ripley, Ryan says they owe Rhea Ripley after losing to Charlotte at Mania. Garth follows up with, this is an interesting question. In the future, could we see a woman's version of the IC belt or something similar? Uh, Happy New Year, Brandy. Brandy joins us in the chat room. Garth then follows up. Thomas is correct when he says they need to can the Hollywood writing staff and give the pencil to more workers or talent. And Brandy does follow up when Vince appeared at Survivor Series. He did not look well. And that, I totally agree. His face just looked all sunken, his cheekbone. Something was not right with him. And Brandy, I concur 1,000% with that comment. Something's not right healthy-wise, in, in, in my opinion, and apparently in Ryback's opinion. No, he, no, he, look, he looked very... He looked, he looked frail almost, yes, didn't he? Yes, he did. He looked, he looked bad. He didn't look like the normal Vince. True. It looks like that guy never gets sleep. I said, from whatever was here, he always either working out, doing something for the show. They said he never sleeps, and maybe it's finally catching up to him. Could be. The man works like 9,000 hours a day. I mean, it's, yeah. it's crazy. So, all right, a couple other highlights in the WWE report I want to touch on. Um, Hulk Hogan said in an interview he believes Matt Riddle will be the next big thing. I don't see that yet, but he, had, but he also did say in that, I believe in that same interview, the best of all time was Ric Flair. Yeah. So I think, you know, that, but I'm not sure about this Matt Riddle thing being, you know, he could be the next big thing. Guys, that one I want to get your opinion on. He could be like a main event level talent at the same time, but I think a person to be labeled like the next big thing, like Brock Lesnar was, mm-hmm. like as soon as you saw Brock Lesnar, you're like, that dude's going to be like the champion right. quickly. Right. And he was. Matt Riddle, you're like, that guy's talented, but he also does a lot of drugs. <laughs> and, so and, and who whole, knows? And a whole lot of flippy shit. <laughs> I had to get it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the most impressive thing he does when he walks in is the way he jumps up and flips the flips, flip-flops flip off, flips, right? Yep. Uh, plus, on top of that, Riddle signs a new contract extension with WWE, and that in conjunction with something that you mentioned a few minutes ago, Matt, is uh, the contracts and, and, and Vince was signing people just to prevent them from going to AEW. Reports have come out in the last couple of days that the new contract offers going to some of the talent now at WWE is even below what they were offered pre-coronavirus in order to protect people from going to the other, other companies, that they're loosening the rein and not as worried about their performers going to AEW or Impact or any of the others. So there's a lot of contract stuff here that, that's happening apparently, and I'm, I'm, cons- I'm going to be interested in seeing the results of these contract issues. I don't remember a contract signing like this being announced to this degree and such hoopla made over Riddle re-signing eh. than anybody else I can think of. Not really, not in a while. But I think like AEW is literally like one or two like big signings away from just taking WWE over. And who would they be? Throw a couple of names that you think if they signed would put them ahead of the WWE product. CM Punk. Okay, just for the just for the off factor, you think? Like the 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 shock and awe value. The off factor, even though he's been out of wrestling for five years. When there's crowds, there's CM Punk chance every show, Especially multiple times Chicago. a show. <laughs> that guy's still one of the most over people in the whole industry. Chief? I'm thinking about it. Okay, I'll get back to you then when the thought pops in. How's that? Okay. That's okay. <laughs> Miz got the Money in the Bank briefcase match on a very big loophole that it was Morrison <laughs> who cashed in the bank, not the actual bank, uh, the, the contract holder. 
And so Adam Pierce gave uh, the Miz back the case. Yes. <laughs> Who's he going to go against? Now, does he get a new 365 starting now from when he was awarded back the briefcase? Or does his count of the one year having to use it count from he actually, when he actually got it from Otis? Does, I, I don't know that. Did the 365 start the night of the Money in the Bank match even though Otis won it? So what's the timetable now? I think it's probably from the Money in the Bank uh, pay-per-view just because that's when the thing was first awarded. Right. That would be logical. But again, again, we're talking about the WWE. I, th <laughs> I think it's when whatever Vince wants to do at this point in time. Okay. <laughs> I just want to see the Miz win the damn championship. You know what? I, I don't disagree with you. Do you um, think it'd be realistic, though, right now, going against Drew or Roman for either title? Or we you just talking just going after Drew and going after the WWE title? Well, you stop and think about it. Um, you know, if he was to go against Roman, uh, he does have the deterrent outside the ring that could control Jimmy Uso, and that's Morrison. So... Not if, Jay, not if the other Uso comes back at the beginning. They're, they're speculating he might be back even as early as uh, Royal Rumble. Because January was his targeted return. Well, Sweet. you could always see uh, uh, a female get involved. Maurice? Either Maurice or somebody else. I, I don't know if a female getting involved with the Uso family, or the Uso family, Roman Reigns of tribe and all that stuff would, would be an equalizer, in my opinion. Uh, I think she's tough enough because uh, I've, seen, I've seen a few matches down in Mexico that she wrestled. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I was going to say, and, Ms. Uh, Morrison and Taya versus Jay, Roman, and Tamina. That would be cool. Interesting. Okay. I buy it. Her contract's up. The light bulb went off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. The uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic returns in two weeks. Thoughts? They always put on some, like, Crazy tag teams. They always have good matches. I'm looking forward to it. Could this possibly be... Uh, it? Okay, let me, let me throw something out. If Kyle beats Gargano... Finn Balor? Or Finn Balor. Excuse me. Thank you. Um, if, if he beats Finn Balor, could it be Finn Balor and uh, Dunn as a tag team? That'd be a good tag team. You ain't wrong. Do you imagine if, like, Cross and Priest go against each other and they put them two as a tag team? Hmm. Who the hell's going to stop those two? <laughs> Here's uh, Garth jumps in here saying the Miz storyline is complete BS, and uh, he also believes that they're wasting John Morrison, and I totally agree with that. I mean, there was such hoopla about his return that then once he paired him up, they paired him up with the Miz, it became a comedy act again. That and dude is so talented. He's just like a waste being Miz's sidekick. Absolutely. And, and I think at one point... Do we see a turn of Morrison and the Miz? Possibly if Taya, Taya comes yeah. to WWE. I'm just trying to think when, when the contract's up. I think it's January soon. 1st, her contract was up. Her That's, and Ethan Page. Uh, yeah. Now, there, well, there's an, you know, to divert for a minute, there's another one. Could he be going to, uh, could he be going to AEW? True. I think if Kyle wins the title... I think Kevin's going to the, or Karrion is going to the Royal Rumble. I think if Balor retains, it'll be Balor versus Cross. I think, I think it would be an explosion if Cross shows up in the Royal Rumble. From me, yes. I, uh, if that happens, I won't be here. <laughs> I, I, I will message you early enough to, to let you know because I will be heading to Wherever. Uh-huh. Gotcha. All right. Well, no, you, no, you'll be with us. You just do a remote show from and, there. And I made the promise that when he, and I'll just put it out there, um, Kevin's a good guy. I've known Kevin for six years and uh, seven years now, and we are close friends. And I made the promise that when he made it to the big show, I'd be there, and I don't break a promise. Well, listen, I've had the pleasure of interviewing him twice over my career on different shows I've been doing, and, and he, he deserves it. Uh, last point before we go to our final break of the day, Jim Ross reported on his podcast that during the time Shawn Michaels took off from 1998 to 2002, he was paid $750,000 a year so he wouldn't go to WCW. That's not a bad insurance policy. All right, when we come back, we're gonna, we got some talk about the New Year's Evil card, some other things regarding AEW and Impact, birthdays, pop culture. We've got a lot to do in the last 15 minutes. 
Thank you for watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. We'll be right back. Cena, I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because they do. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. Thoughts Count Anywhere coming at you. The first show of 2021, almost in the books. Happy New Year to everybody watching. And we thank you for making us part of your Saturday, regardless of how or where you are listening to us. All right, uh, next order of business on the 6th, NXT New Year's Evil card. Let's quickly go over the matches. You guys shout out who you think is going to win. The NXT Championship, Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, which we kind of just touched on, possibly. I want to see, I want to see O'Reilly win it. He he deserves it. But I want to see Ballard keep it so that Carrion can kick his ass. I want to see Ballard win solely for the fact I want to see the Demon versus Carrion cross. Oh, that would be interesting. NXT Cruiserweight Championship: Santos Escobar versus Grand Metalik. Santos Escobar. I agree. Okay. Uh, Damian Priest versus Carrion. Do you even need to ask? No, I know, but it's on the sheet. So <laughs> I don't want to waste the, the ink. The, Damien Priest, yeah, right, carrying cross. <laughs> the the Ballard O'Reilly Priest cross matches, they're going to be off the hook. Uh, last woman standing, Rhea Ripley, Raquel Gonzalez. Rhea Ripley. I agree, uh, and that's going to be another one that's going to be off the hook. Rhea Ripley coming to the Royal Rumble for the women's side? I think so. Yeah, I agree with that. Fight pit match, Timothy Thatcher, Tommaso Ciampa. You know, Tha I, I've seen, Tha and I've said it before, I've seen Thatcher a couple times. Thatcher, uh, he, he's a great wrestler, uh, scientific. Uh, I want to see Thatcher win it. I'm going Tommaso. All right, there you go. That's our predictions. For the upcoming card, New Year's Evil card on the 6th. That's this Wednesday night, I believe. Yes, it is Wednesday night on NXT. All right, AEW Impact. All right. Um, now that the first couple items on here we've already talked about. So what do you think is going to happen with the Dark Order now? Will they disband them? Will they keep them together with the new potential leader? Would Eric Rowan be the logical successor in that role given the connection? Thoughts? I think they're going to keep them together. And there's a free agent out there that I think could be a leader for the Dark Order. I don't know if I'm going to get shit for this or not. It's but she's opinion. a super good talker. She's got gothic a little bit. But if Zelina Vega came in and was like the leader of the Dark Order, I'd pay to watch that. The, the other one I was thinking about is the female that they have there now in Dark Order. Could she possibly oh, Anna be... Jay? Could she possibly, you know, I don't know what her mic skills are. Right. But could, could she be the one to take over possibly, being that she's the only female in the Dark Order? Could, or maybe Matt Hardy, since he was supposed to be the original leader of the Dark Order. That would be a change. Oh, they got a lot of possibilities. They certainly so. do. And anybody outside of, of what they have there. I don't think right now, I'm not sure female leader is the right play at this point, especially if we don't know her mic skills. They exactly. need somebody who's a talker, who could energize people and still do all of that stuff uh, the way that Brody did and keep that dark, uh, massive uh, uh, presence presence felt. So, um, I, I mean, you mentioned CM Punk. <laughs> what about Vicky? If CM Punk was to come and be the leader of the Dark Order, what about Raw's getting taken over immediately. <laughs> what about Vicky Guerrero? Ooh. She's not dark enough to just to hear excuse me. I would, l but they could change her. Character, I would turn though. that shit off. They could, 
So they, they could they could change. They Sorry, could, Vicky, but no. I actually no. I actually emailed her a couple of days ago to see if we can get her on today to talk about uh, uh, Brody, but unfortunately she she was unable to. She didn't reply. Right. right so, uh, but it was late. So thanks, Vicky. Sefa Fatu teases <laughs> signing with AEW, which got a response from Cody about making a trip to scout him. Now I've I've seen Sefa Fatu here at FSW. I know what he's capable of. He's part of the family, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Somehow in the in the in the uh, Roman Reigns tribe family. So, so your Uso's brother. That? What's that? Oh, it's the, Uso's right. younger. brother. His younger brother. That's right. They look so much alike. If one of the Usos was ever getting like trouble and one of them comes up missing, they can just put him in and no one would ever realize. <laughs> but AEW should definitely sign him. He hasn't been. He's only been wrestling a couple years, but. He's got the, the talents in yeah. the blood, obviously, yeah. and he picked it up super quickly. Yeah, he's got the makings of it for sure. Uh, speaking of Punk, CM Punk donating all sales from merchandise for a month to the family of Brody Lee, I think is a great gesture. Uh, Definitely. So, so anything CM Punk goes there. And Sammy Callahan resigned. Now, of course, when I read this, it's either resigned or resigned, but I wrote it as I read it as resigned with Impact Wrestling. So uh, that's our news and notes on the AEW Impact. Let's go to some. You ready for some birthdays? Who's celebrating birthdays as we turn the corner here? So celebrating birthdays. Now, our birthday list is going to be from Saturday to Friday. So when we come on the air on Saturday, it's for the upcoming week, right? Okay. That's what we're doing. So we're doing, we're paying it forward. So these are upcoming birthdays as of tomorrow through next Friday that, we, uh, that we've pulled out. Of course, the Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, Kimberly Page and Rodney, they celebrated yesterday. Jim Ross, great Jim Ross. He's celebrating tomorrow on the 4th. We have Jim Powers and Canyon. January 6th, Jacqueline. I'll say the name because it's out there. Ludwig Borga. If you don't remember who he is, look him up on Google just like we did. And you'll go, oh, yeah, that was him, right? <laughs> uh, January 7th, Chavo Guerrero Sr., Alicia Edwards, and Darby Allen. And on January 8th, which coincides with my 32nd wedding anniversary, uh, Bushwhacker Luke. Bull Na Who's that? Bull? Bull Nakano. Oh, Bull Nakano. I'm sorry. That, that looked like an X. I wasn't sure. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, Bad Luck Fail and Chris Masters, the, the Masters Lock. Remember that yeah. was all he had? It was the master, And then he had the challenge with everybody, right? He did that yeah. too. So happy birthday to all of you. And if you're celebrating a birthday out there and we don't have your name on the list, we want to extend a happy birthday for the upcoming week for 2021. I think it's great that we, we acknowledge some of these folks. And, and, of course, our listeners. Man, if you're celebrating a birthday in that time range, happy birthday to you as well from all of us here. Okay. Good job. I like birthdays. It's kind of a lighter little thing and a nice yeah. segue. Into pop culture. Yep. He picked up the cue very well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. Let's leave the first one for last because that one's always open-ended. But another passing. This was my, Gilligan's Island, my favorite. It was always the talk growing up. Is it Ginger or is it Marianne? Well, Dawn Wells, who played Marianne, passed away this past week. And she was, I want to say she was in her early 80s, if I remember. Yeah, I think she was 84. Right? And she was a resident of Vegas, but she passed away, I think, in L.A. or some other location with family or she was doing something. Yeah. But Dawn Wells, there. How many people, I mean, this is a song that gets in your head, that once you get it in there. <laughs> I love the show. I thought it was goofy enough to be liked, but that's some great Aaron, if it gets stuck in my head, I'm sending you the 10 most annoying <laughs> TikToks I can find. <laughs> So Dawn Wells, so I'd be curious to know, <laughs> drop in, if you were a Gilligan's Island fan, who did you pick? Did you pick Marianne or did you like Ginger? Just curious, drop him in there, or if you want to call us, 702-329-6947. So uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the Wells family. All right, uh, want to take one of the other? Oh, do you have a comment you want to make? The, the other He's staring thing, me down. So I want to The other that. thing I heard this morning, Senator Neal. Yes, Joseph Neal yesterday, from, actually. From uh, the great state of Nevada here, yes. uh, passed away. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a transplant here, but I understand he was a trailblazer uh, in the Senate out here. Yes. And there's a school up in the, uh, I'll just call it the Northwest area, but let's just say it's like uh, 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 Anne and in 95, to give you a general, Joseph uh, Neal Elementary School. It's a STEM academy, which is a school that I'm affiliated with that I do my, my tutoring for. So I'm oh, a nice. part of the Neal family at that school. And uh, yes, the principal sent out an email to us yesterday that he had passed. So uh, thoughts and prayers to the Neal family. And as well. I do understand that his daughter has now taken over his seat in really? the Senate up in, oh, okay. up in uh, Carson City. Right on. All right. That's, I did not know that. That's good news to know. Uh, Wonder Woman, 1984, the new movie was released on HBO Max. 
some people like it. Other people are killing it. I have not seen it yet because I don't have HBO Max. At least not yet. I'll hook you up with my login. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Did you have you seen it? Did you watch the movie? Yeah, yet? I watched it like Christmas Day when okay. it came out. I don't think it was as good as the first one. A lot of parts lagged. Storyline was. It was good, but it's like all the villains that like Wonder Woman has. I don't know if like the wish thing was the way to go, okay. but it was still a good movie for what it was. It was entertaining. Yeah, a lot of sequels really rarely are as good if, or better than the, the than the original. True. Um, oh, <laughs> Kristen now, there, Wiig was good, but yeah. Now there was, and I won't give it away, but there was an Easter egg as I read because I haven't seen the movie during the final credit scene that there was an Easter egg of a return of somebody that made a, a cameo appearance in that. Yeah. Um, so I'll just leave it out there. If you haven't seen it, uh, it was that was taken uh, very well by the population who saw the movie. So that was a great little piece. And last but not least, what is New Year's without New Year's resolutions? So, uh, Matt, any resolutions for 2021? To grow this podcast and stay healthy, help people. Right on. All the good, good stuff. All right. Chief. New Year's resolution to be subscribed, share, and there, like our podcast. There you go. Especially on YouTube as well. Don't forget that, which you can access through thoughtscanandware.com. <laughs> Chief, um, any resolutions? You know, I, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I, I try to, throughout the year, um, help people for all of us to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Um, and for Karrion Cross to make it to the big show. Absolutely. There you go. Aaron, pull up your mic. Any resolutions that you've made for 2021? To lose weight. You know, the, the proper saying is shed weight. Because when you lose something, you're bound to find it again. So you, once you lose <laughs> weight, you don't want to find it again. So you shed weight. So um, that I, I totally agree. There's one resolution that I always make every year that I try to stick by. And that is, I don't make any resolutions. <laughs> because <laughs> usually within a couple of days or a couple of weeks, the resolutions are shot to hell. But if it's things you do normally in your life, like what you talked about and what you were talking about, taking care of people and being a good person that you can be for the upcoming year, if you do that anyway, you don't need a resolution to do it. Maybe do more if you want or whatever. But just be yourself. Be the best person that you can be in 2021. And uh, you know, live life to the fullest as best as you can uh, with the new year starting. Fair enough? And see this shade be the breakout star of yeah. 2021. Shade, is my, shade, if you're watching, and usually you are, remember, you are my breakout star pick for 2021. No pressure. No pressure. It's 2021. Do not, <laughs> do not disappoint me. Um, oh, at, oh, we got a UK follower. Just popped what? up in my chat room. A special hello to Anastasia Tempest, who is watching from the UK. Anastasia, thank you awesome. so much. God bless you for watching us. We have now confirmed we are truly international. <laughs> Happy New Year's to you, my dear. Absolutely. Please follow us on our Facebook page, uh, YouTube channel. We're also on Go Live. We're on, on Twitter and, and, and 9,000 other platforms. Everywhere. Right. We're more, everywhere. More importantly, though, check us out on ThoughtsCountAnywhere.com to find out where we are and to get your 2021 new merchandise and help us pro promote and push Thoughts Count Anywhere. Guys, great way to start 2021. Final thoughts as we go out. It's Saturday. You know what that means. Rest in peace, Brody. Be safe. Enjoy each other. Rest in peace, Brody. And as my brethren have said, Brody Lee, rest in peace. Thank you for what you've given us for the 20 years that you've been in a ring to his family. Godspeed. And we hope that our little way of supporting and, and sharing our thoughts with about him and quite frankly, supporting you. We've purchased T-shirts, yeah. hoping that they'll all come in at a time we can all wear them at the same time and display them. But nonetheless, listen, I always say this at the end of every show, and for 2021, I really continue to live by this. Just be kind to everybody. And why is that? Hey, we're all we have. Thank you for watching. We appreciate you kicking off 2021 with us this morning. We'll see you next week right here on Thoughts Count Anywhere. Thank you, everybody.